0: This is Mr. PTO. Welcome back to Echomeld Radio, the media source for we, the people on Main Street. Today's date is July 8th, 2020. Before we get started with today's episode, make sure that you follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. Also, hit me up in my email, echomeldradio at gmail.com, if you have any podcast requests or any questions. To support the independent news media, which is Echomeld Radio, you can do that through... Anchor.fm forward slash echo meld radio forward slash support. You can also do it through the cash app at dollar sign echo meld radio. If you can't do it monetarily, that's understandable. I, I definitely get it with these trying times. Just make sure that you share the content with your friends, family, neighbors, colleagues, and church members. Today's title of the podcast will be living standards will change. Now, some of you are probably already like, man, I don't like the sound of that. This man talking about living standards will change. And yes, I know. What could change? Uh, There's a number of things that could change. Some things have already changed here in 2020, as you have already experienced it. And there will be some other things. But let me go ahead and pick up from where I left off from the last episode where coins are going to be problematic. Those of you that like to carry these big face notes, these 50s and these $100 bills, I'm sure you have noticed now you can't get change. And some businesses won't even accept any bills over $20. Even if your balance or whatever it is that you owe to them is, let's say, 50 bucks, they don't want you paying them in a $50 bill. They want small denomination notes. Now, I heard a report last night from a man that went to a gas station. And the attendant, um, she told him that, hey, uh, we don't have change. We would prefer that you use your debit or credit card. Now, mind you, this this gentleman, he only wanted to put in like $10 in gas. So, yeah, like a $10 bill. And as cheap as gas is, he really didn't use the full $10 of his cash. I think she, I think she owed him like. Two dollars and like. Thirty something cent. Something like that. Then the attendant says. You know. Eh, I can give you some of it back. But I only have one roll of quarters. Now needless to say. The gentleman wasn't worried about. Just a couple of bucks. So I think. All all he was short was like 38 cents or something like that. It was 30-something cents. And yeah, again, it's no big deal. 38 cents, okay, fine. But then are you really trying to lose that much money per transaction that you make? Definitely all those people that like to use cash. Yes, I know some of you like, who likes to use cash? Yes, there are some people that do cash only, they will go to their ATM, and pull out just about the whole check, with the exception of what's needing to be paid, With um, they use those monies for bills, or other expenses, primarily bills, but everything else comes out in cash, yes, I do know a few of these people, yes, these people are still around, Things that you should look out for on Main Street, you will be encouraged to stop using cash by your government. How is it that you are probably asking, well, Mr. PTO, how is it that they're going to encourage me tonight you use cash? Other than saying, you know, COVID may be on cash. Well, it's relatively simple. What they'll end up doing is they'll add fees to using cash. You know, like some gas stations, they'll charge you like an extra fee for using a debit or a credit card. They'll usually charge you like an extra four cent, maybe three to four cent to the gallon, sometimes even as much as five. But it won't be a three, four, five cent extra charge per gallon like it is now. They may end up saying, "Eh, let's charge you an extra fee of Two dollars, just a two dollar flat rate. We're just going to go with gas in this particular example. Then the next year, it may be five dollars. Then the next year, it may be ten dollars. Then after a couple of years, the government's going to say, man, look, this is stupid. Why are we even charging these fees? Like some of you may put five or six dollars of gas at a time, but you're paying a ten dollar fee to use cash. The government will say, you know what, Yeah, that's stupid. We're just going to go completely cashless. Forget about all these fees because that's going to start pissing some people off. Definitely, like I said, for those people that put $5 in their tank at a time and then they got to pay a $10 fee. Nah, man, that that ain't going to fly too well. But to me, that probably would be the most effective way to get rid of cash with the least amount of blowback from the public. Number two. And this mainly affects some business owners Uh, and definitely those of you that live in apartments. Have any of you, and uh, this is just going based off of right now. I don't necessarily know how this is going to work in three months. But Have any of you that live in apartments considered how you are going to do your laundry? Because now I'm aware that some laundry facilities do allow you to use a a debit card or a credit card. I have even heard of some starting to allow you to use like Apple Pay now. But a good amount of uh, laundry facilities use quarters only. For those of you that are listening to this episode that own a laundromat. Uh, you might want to start giving your clients the option to use either their quarters, debit and credit cards, or Apple and Google Pay, something like that. Because if you don't, you're just kind of adding more risk to your business. You already have COVID-19 that's potentially floating around in your facility. But let's not shoot ourselves in the foot here, people. You're going to have to get those debit and credit card machines set up or Apple and Google Pay set up. Yes, I know there's fees. You ain't going to like it. I get it. But, you know, right now, this is about survival of your business for those of you that own a laundromat. For those of you that are apartment residents that don't have a washer and dryer connection, it's probably time to make some friends with people that do. Or, like I said, find a laundromat that takes uh, cards or Apple and Google Pay. Convenience for the short term is just completely disrupted. And this might actually be the biggest casualty of the year. Definitely if you're doing businesses or doing a business in a certain industry that's really cash heavy. Ah, we're going to go ahead and switch out of this money thing, though, for my people that are um, pro Second Amendment. And definitely those of you that conceal carry, you will want to listen to this. Some states are now not allowing you to carry your firearm while wearing a mask. I'm sure you already know what two states I'm going to say, but I'll just go ahead and tell you for those of you that probably can't guess it, which I don't know how, but those two states are California and Illinois that prohibits or will likely interpret the law to prohibit wearing a mask while carrying a firearm. If you are living in California you want to check this out, check out Penal Code 25300. For those of you that are living in Illinois, you need to check out penal code 720 ILCS5 slash 24-1. Yes, I know. I know it's a lot. It, that of course that state will want to be difficult when it comes to firearms like it always has been. But like I said, of course, those two states would lead the charge in something. That would be anti-firearm and bring out some kind of new penal code to, you know, hassle you people that like to carry your firearms. Education. Uh, This is kind of more of still falling out right now. Uh, The president wants schools to be open. He's been very vocal about that. He wants schools to be open. And now you have the threats to cut federal aid to schools if they don't, or I guess cities rather. Some states have thought about doing the um, hybrid scheduling, which I'm sure a lot of you parents have heard of. And if you haven't, what's going on with hybrid scheduling is where the children may be doing three days on campus and then two days off campus doing online classes at home. Now, my opinion, it should be up to the parent to deal with their child's education and not any government. Definitely, since we know that students can now do their classwork online and do it at home. For me personally, if I had children that was going to school, I would see little reason to send them back to the physical building. But that's just my opinion. Um, but if You have to kind of look at it like if most working adults, definitely for those of you that work in corporate America, if you're working at home or you're working off site, then why wouldn't your students? Just saying. But this will be interesting to see how this plays out. And definitely families have tough decisions that need to be made. Not everyone is going to agree on how, Their kids should go to school or whatnot. I don't think there should be a mandate, but it should be optional. If you want to send your kids to school five days a week, cool. If you want to have your children do the hybrid scheduling of three days on campus, two days off campus, cool. Or for those of you that just like, "Mm -mm -mm." if I'm not going to the physical building, my child's not going to the physical building. There should be an option for that to have your child stay, stay at home and do the five days online at home like they were doing earlier this year. But what's the moral of the story? Moral of the story is just keep your eye on your cash. Definitely keep your eye out for those of you that are doing. um, Who are carrying your firearms. And also keep your eye out on your children's education. These will be the things that you'll definitely want to keep up with and get a game plan that suits your needs relatively quickly. But also stay flexible because these three things that I just said will be the three things that will change on a dime. You'll go to bed one day thinking that it's this and a day or two later it's something completely different. Definitely when it comes to, I would say, cash right now, you have no clue what could happen with that. So definitely keep your eyes and ears open because a change can and will come out out of the blue. Primarily, my people I'm concerned about are those of you that have primarily cash based businesses. There's not a lot of you. But there are some of you, uh, some of you actually know personally that run like little stands that's cash only. Or maybe you do hair or tattoos that's cash only. Yeah, y'all, y'all got to start looking out, man, for sure. And start looking at other ways of getting your payments. But all right, my good people, I'm not going to hold you up too long today. I just want to give you that quick little update. Just stay flexible because you're... Your way of living, definitely as long as COVID-19 is out, man, you just got to stay flexible on everything. Not necessarily saying that you got to agree with it, and I'm not saying that you necessarily got to do it. But you're going to have to definitely keep your options open. Because the way that you used to move around just six months ago, yeah, you're not really able to do that in this particular climate. All right, my good people, I will holler at y'all later. Take care of yourselves. And like I said, make sure that you hit me up in that email, echomailradio at gmail.com. If you have any special requests that you'd like for me to put out there for you, I usually don't say names. So just know that I will talk about your subject, but I usually won't say your name because I don't know how some of y'all feel about that. All right, peace.